Welcome to the Whistleway Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty here in San Diego. I'm Clayton Conley with Whistle Realty Group. And the goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. And we like to do that in 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the podcast that you can enjoy on your way to work, on your way home from work, and get the entire thing from start to finish. Um, the way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So rather than us guessing uh, at what you guys want to hear about, we want to just listen to you. And, and you guys can ask us questions if you go to thewhistleway.com. We can ask questions on there. You can subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel. You can join our referral network so we can keep you in mind for all those people leaving California. Um, and you can find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind, which is a two-day event where Brian Coach and I go super deep into everything that we've learned over the last six years of cranking out videos together. Uh, so go to thewhistleway.com. And last, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd love for you to, uh, to give us a little five-star rating on whatever platform it is that you're listening. Give us a thumbs up. They're all different these days. So uh, give us a little shout out, throw us a comment, throw us a review. We'd really, really appreciate that. So Without further ado, Clayton, this is a question that has come in to me, but honestly, I think you're more suited to answer this question than I am, because uh, I actually look up to you a lot on a lot of the stuff that you're doing. You have a ridiculously creative brain, um, and I love the things that you've been able to come up with. So one of the questions we've been getting a lot lately is, everybody knows us for video. That's our jam. That's what we do. But people want to know what are we doing to adapt our video strategy during COVID. And so having you on the show makes complete sense because you've been just constantly innovating. You just told me about another thing you innovated, uh, you know, right before we kicked off the podcast today. So let's talk a little bit about how have you personally adapted. Um, but before we do, tell us about your show and, and what you're doing with video. And then we'll talk about how you've adapted it to COVID. Cool, Kyle. Well, I've been Whistle Realty Group two years now, and one of the big drivers for me to even join here is to study you. And I initially thought that I had one of the first ideas of how to showcase local um, businesses from a real estate standpoint. But then when I started doing my research, I found that you'd already done at least 150 shows. So I thought, great, I got to saddle up with this guy. Um, since we've been here and under your tutelage, I began what's called OBTV. I live in the town of Ocean Beach, San Diego, and I love it. And from that place, I've been able to start, um, you know, we, we call it authentic conversations with local business owners just to see what makes them tick. I love it. Yeah, if you guys have not checked out Clayton's show, it's OBTV, it's on Facebook, it's on Insta. Are you on YouTube also? Um, yeah, but most yeah. of the action comes from Facebook. And Facebook, yeah. Facebook's where it's at, OBTV. Uh, super, super cool show. If you guys have never been to Ocean Beach, it's a very unique place. I, I know when I go to OB, I feel like I'm in a different world. Yeah, so that's, it's, uh, it, it's a trip, it's a, it's, it's a unicorn farm. <laughs> It is. You know, sometimes you go to places where they say, like, no shirt, no shoes, no service. That doesn't exist in OB. It's a prerequisite. Yeah, it's kind of weird if you go into, like, somewhere in OB with shoes on. Like, they kind of look at you funny. Right. No, it's, uh, that's true. And so that's what we actually try to capture about, it, and that's why it's actually interesting when we're able to tell the stories of the residents and, and businesses there. What's your favorite one you guys have done so far? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, my favorite one early on was uh, they have a, um, a, what's it called? The float tank. Um, 
the, what's it? Something I forget what it's called now, but it's, but it's deep, like a salt bath. It's a salt bath that you go in and you float in like four inches of water, and it's a um, it's a chamber. What's the word? It's I'm like a capsule, for? right? It like yes. encapsulates you. And you come in and, and you lose all sense of um, time and space, and you just really relax, and it's awesome. So that was really fun. And one thing that I like to do in my shows is actually participate in something. So it's like either making a cappuccino and I don't, I don't make those at home. So that's fun. But in this one, I got to just good, get into my skivvies and hop in there and, you know, go for um, a spin on that. And uh, so that was, that was really fun. Um, I like the restaurants now as well, too. It's really fun to go into some of these restaurants and actually see what makes them work. And my experience has been some of the restaurants, it's like, oh my gosh, that's it. You just have this little snack bar behind here and then it looks really great in front. And then other times you're like, whoa, this is legitimate. You have these giant smokers and everybody here is just, you know, doing the thing pro style. So that's been a fun uh, you know, thing that I've been able to get into. And there's so much to learn. Yeah. The restaurant owners are just the coolest people too. They are. I mean, n- nobody gets into the restaurant industry to get rich. Like the margins that restaurants have to run at is crazy low. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody gets into it because they love to serve people. They love to make people happy. And it's fun to see how much passion, like I know most of the interviews we've done on restaurants, like when you ask them like, what are the ingredients? Love mm-hmm. is one of the ingredients in almost every family owned restaurant. Like there's so much love that goes into everything that they do and there's so much passion. It's it's just, honestly, it's an honor to, to get to hear some of these stories sometimes. Well, I think that's probably a prerequisite for anybody, any restaurant that's been in business for two to four years that has survived. Um, our next drop is um, the Ocean Beach uh, Barbecue House and that started like as a little snack bar in a bar 30 years ago. And the owner's been able just to continue growing and growing and growing. Another legitimate, huge full-scale operation, one of the main um, places to check out in Ocean Beach. So it's been really cool to be, he was an immigrant, just to be part of his American dream story. And like you say, it is made with love and everybody that is part of the culture rallies around that. I love it, man. Cool. Well, that's the show again. It's OBTV. But what we want to talk about is the adaptations you've made as we've gone through mm-hmm. COVID. So let's talk about like, what are some of the things you first did when COVID hit? And, and what are you doing now to consistently innovate the show? Mm-hmm. When COVID first hit, one of the things that was important where we were able to, from our conversation, say, how do we, you know, come from service? And, you know, when everybody first got on lockdown, one of the big questions for all businesses, who's open right now and who's serving customers and how are they doing that? How are they innovating? Um, So what we did in Ocean Beach was I started this little um, post series called OB Open. And what that was is it gave businesses an opportunity. So instead of us coming out with our film crew and doing all of these things, we just simply asked different people there, like the lawyer, the speech therapist, the um, brewery, hey, what are you guys doing right now? And so they would send us a 60-second video saying, hey, this is you know Stan over here at, at Kilowatt Brewery, and um, we're open right now through for drive-through beers, and we'd love for you to come by and support. So from you know, two to five o'clock, they'd be open. And we'd post it on social media and then we'd put $5 behind it. It would go out to a few hundred people, maybe 750 to about 1,200 people. And um, a lot of people would show up at these different establishments and say, yeah, we saw you on OBTV and we're so glad that you're open. And for the business owners themselves, um, they were just felt supported. And I think that was probably one of the biggest impacts is that they were seen and they felt like there was some hope. Yeah, because I mean, it's when this thing first hit, especially it was scary. I mean, for all industries, right? Some industries have, have thrived through this and some are just trying to survive. And so to be there to support people when they're 
you know, in that scary place, just trying to survive. It, it's a cool feeling to know that you can help them out a little bit. And whether you, it gets them one new customer or a hundred new customers, just to, to help somebody, you know, in that time of need is something that people don't forget. No, it blew some wind in their sails too, to keep going. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And so what was the, the next evolution? Well, so we still do that. Actually, we still do OB open. Um, the next one, that is, one's kind of nice too. Cause you don't even have to leave the office, huh? No, I, I don't, I don't do much. No. Yeah. <laughs> At first it was like, Hey, send me a little video. And, and I was getting videos sent from different people and I'm able to make friends and all that stuff. And then now that stores are open, I'm able to actually go there in person and say, Hey, can we tell, um, here's an opportunity to say what your hours are, what you're specializing in, and also just how you're being safe because every store that's open, every business wants everybody to know that we're open and we're COVID friendly and we're looking after you. So that's, that's really nice to actually go up in person and meet them and then showcase them for the. How is OB <clears throat> with masks? I, I just, OB is so unique. I'm wondering, is, I mean, yeah. is it almost weird if you wear one there? Well, or? it's 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 a mix. OB is really strange. I would say that the locals um, put masks on right away and we're, we have this element of, of health consciousness. So if you go to like people's co-op, everybody's not just six feet away. They're like 10 feet away and everything is getting wiped down like crazy. And it's one thing with this sort of higher level of, um, I don't know, just social awareness that they, you know, it's part of their brand. But then you go to downtown on Newport street and you see businesses trying to play by the rules, which is fine. And then you have a mix of locals that um, maybe live at the beach and are like camping. Literally without live permits. at the beach. <laughs> uh-huh. And then there's this sort of hippie, Thing, and then there's a lot of tourists and for, um, a good example is every Wednesday, the whole, you know, drum circle, um, open bazaar is in full force and we actually call it COVID chilla. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, you know, there's slack line going on and, and drums and all, and there's no consciousness towards that whatsoever. Um, but if you go into a restaurant there, everybody is seated in, in a spacious way or out on, on the street. So it's a big mix and everybody has an opinion about it. And, um, you know, such as OB. I love it. All right, cool. So OB Open, what, are, what has been something new that you've added? What's another twist? Um, well, I would say this much. This is, this is something worth, if anybody is in the real estate scene and, and wanting to um, do interviews with people, our interview strategy changed a little bit. So when we sit down and interview you know, Bravo's um, Cantina, for instance, we, you know, we ask them three questions. We say, what's your superpower? Um, how are you, have you adapted during COVID? So they get to share that. And then the third one is um, along the lines of, you know, why, why stay open? Why keep doing it? And that gets to people's hearts really quickly <clears throat> because not only are they open, they're, they're able to share what they bring to the table. They're able to share during COVID how they're adapting, which they want people to know. And then thirdly, the um, compelling why behind it. So we've modified our questioning to that, and that's gone really deep. Um, additionally, what I've done for my personal business is um, as a realtor, you know, I used to door knock and um, the neighborhood. And now that that's somewhat frowned upon and I don't feel that great doing that personally, um, we do business knocking. And so it's like that. Now I have an opportunity to go to businesses, check up on them. And even just as simple as going to, um, you know, the Mad Munch grilled cheese in Ocean Beach and just saying, hey, oh, my gosh, dude, I'm so glad you're open. I love, you know, your Reuben grilled cheese. Hey, can I just do a little post for you right now and get you a little publicity for free? And they're like, Oh my gosh, yes. So on Tuesday afternoons, I have an opportunity and I try to hit about, you know, 10 locations and just saying hi and just DJing their content or just saying, Hey, little 
free thing of value is just posting that you stopped by there. So that's an activity that I'm doing right now to make friends, to support the community, to stir the pot, and bring everybody together. Are you dropping all, like let's say 10 people say yes, are you doing them all that day or are you recording them and then like releasing mm -hmm. them over time? Um, these are just simple. Uh, sometimes it's just it's just one ongoing story. If, if it does seem like it's somebody new, then I can do an OB open at that time and then stash that. But a lot of it's just repeat um, checking in on friends and seeing how they're doing and that sort of thing. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I mean, everybody always wants to, you know, go buy the expensive camera and the expensive lighting and have the videographer and do all the things. And all you need is, is yep. this little cell phone right here. That's I mean, it. You, you don't even need a selfie stick. Just stretch your arm out. It doesn't need to be perfect. Like the, the cool part when you do like live video is there's no expectation of perfection. Like right. people know it's live, it's raw, it's uncut, it's unfiltered. Like it's just, it's expected that it's going to be, you know, a little shaky, not the best audio and all that. Um, and that's the best part. You don't yep. have to go crazy. Everybody wants to spend money. And then they don't do it. Yeah. Everybody goes and drops like 10 G's on equipment and then does one episode and never does one again. I know. And then, and then it's a tendency to make it about the episode and not about the people. And for me personally, I was born in a small town um, up in Lake Arrowhead. And for me, it's just all about the village and all about connecting people and business is the lifeblood of that thing. So, you know, the production stuff has to be second to actually caring about people in your neighborhood. That's awesome. All right. One more then. What's what's the next idea that you have? The next Because Lord knows that top hat <laughs> is full of ideas. That's my thinking cap. <laughs> um, next idea really is, and we've talked about it a bit, is you know there's a lot of traditional networking groups, and, and some of that just has some, some ring to it that people may be turned on or turned off to. But what I'm interested in is all the relationships that I've had is introducing people to other people. And maybe... Um, you know, the restaurant owner over here could really benefit from knowing the, the wine guy or the CBD girl. And so what we're kicking up here real soon is um, what I call the Main Street Mafia. And so that's where we're going to do weekly Zoom calls. But instead of you know, going somewhere traditionally and paying 15 bucks for some weird cold eggs or something and calling it a, a networking group, it's like, no, let's just all hop on at you know, 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning for a half an hour. And we're just going to meet some people that you need to know. And it's not about how many people can come necessarily. It's about the, the relationships that are cultivated in that and just simply, you know, introducing um, whatever, introducing uh, Jessica to Shannon so yeah. they can know each other and cross-pollinate clients and, again, keep each other strong on a, on a local level. I mean, the beauty of that is when you become the connector of the community, guess who the community is going to connect you with, right? Yeah. They're going to connect you when somebody talks about, I need to buy, I need to sell. You're going to be the guy that they connect them with yeah. because they're so used to you connecting everybody together. Like, oh my gosh, Clayton introduced me to this person and that person and this person. Like, I finally get to introduce somebody to him. It's amazing mm -hmm. how that works. Well, that's, that's, and people ask me, they're like, why are you doing this? So it's like, first of all, I live here and this is what I get to do and I'm passionate about it. But it really comes down to sometimes even say, you know, I don't spend a ton of money on bus benches and all that stuff, but I do spend my marketing um, promoting other people. And my whole theory is the golden rule of, you know, promote others the way I want to be promoted. And hopefully, and it does, it's, it goes full circle and everybody wins that way. I love it. Some awesome, awesome ideas. Again, Clayton Conley, part of the Whistle Realty Group. If you have not checked out his show, it's OBTV. OB stands for Ocean Beach, which is a uh, funky little beach town here in San Diego.
Uh, the way we like to wrap the show up, Clayton, is to talk about something we like to call the whistle widget of the week. Mm. This is something that we use in our business that either saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have a little bit more fun. So I would love to find out what you've got in your hat today. Oh, my, my widget of the week is a clock. A clock? Yep. The one I'm going <laughs> on my phone. It keeps me in time. It's, it's better than the sundial. And, um, you know, and also the alarm on the clock that keeps me posted. I feel like people don't use their alarm and like their reminders enough on their phone. Well, that's true. And, and one thing I learned from you is actually um, using voice, you know, to remind yourself yeah. reminders on that. And so that's what I'm doing all the time because I know that's where the future is and where it's going is voice operated. So it really does come down to, you know, call Derek at two o'clock about, you know, refinancing. Yeah. And then it tells me. Because Lord knows as realtors, we're, we're like pinballs, man. We're just bouncing all over the place. Like it is so easy to forget about things, uh, especially if you're out on the road or something, just to be able to hit that button and, and tell Siri to remind you to call your friend at two o'clock. Like it's powerful. Now, I don't know if that's where you wanted to go. With no, that region, works. But no, we go super simple or we go or Brian puts like some stupid thing around his neck that he like attaches a camera. I wonder, did he have that during the birth? Did he use it? I don't know. Um, but Brian will bring out all kinds of weird gadgets and gizmos. So, but, but you know what, actually, I mean, it's, it's overlooked that we do have, you know, a timekeeper on us all the time. And I actually, um, over different seasons of my life, I set my alarm every hour with reminders to actually, um, cultivate my affirmations and incantations or just be like, Hey, you know, breathe for 10 seconds, take some yeah. 3d press, do some Wim hot, whatever it is to actually get centered because I have to learn to toggle from right brain to left brain all day long to keep fresh. And uh, my reminders keep me in into the game. So I don't float off too much in, into my brain. I love that dude. The one I want to share today is, is something that's so simple and something I resisted for a long time for those of you that have known me for many years, you guys know I was hardcore Android uh, from the day the Android phone came out. I was like first guy on the bandwagon and, and rode that bandwagon hard and screamed about Android from the rooftops. But uh, one of my favorite features on the Androids was the fact that I could swap the battery out when it would die because Lord knows the battery on these phones dies extremely quickly. So it was nice to just like, oh, battery's dead, pop one out, pop a new battery in, I'm back to 100%, let's go. Didn't have to live connected to a charger all day. But then Android stopped with the removable batteries. And I was like, all right, I guess it's time That's to go it. to iPhone. So I made the move over to iPhone a few years ago. And the, the one feature that I love the most is when you combine these two devices together. If you are just listening to the podcast, I'm holding up my MacBook Pro and my iPhone right now. Um, these two devices, when used in combination with each other, are magical. Primarily, just using iMessage on the Mac, the ability to not have to be picking up my phone all day long when I'm working and have all of my text messages are right there on my computer and I'm able to respond to everything uh, with my keyboard. I'm not having to pick up my yes. phone and crush my thumbs all day long. I'm able to just set my phone down and just stay focused. I can have my text messages over in the corner of my screen when I need to. Uh, but the ability to seamlessly transition from phone to computer, computer to phone with iMessage is, is an absolute game changer. Like I, I completely love that. When I was on Android, there were like apps that would like kind of do that, but none of them were seamless. The seamlessness of iMessage on a MacBook when you're utilizing an iPhone is just 
such a time saver because constantly having to pick up your phone and read messages, I can just have it buried in the corner of my screen. And then when I'm done working on what I need to, I can go check my messages and just respond on a keyboard like so much more efficient. Do they still even make Androids, Kyle? <laughs> I know there's at least one guy in our office that still has an Android. I mean, uh, it, guys, it's I know that Android came out with a lot of cool features in the beginning, but uh, you, you're doing yourself a disservice to still be on an Android um, with the things that you can do. Just iMessage alone, if for nothing else, getting into that part of the Apple ecosystem to be able to manage all of your text messages on your computer, not having to pick your phone up constantly, like that alone is just freaking massive. Maybe they've added on Android something that actually functions consistently, uh, but it, last time I was on it, it was it was crap. It's good for video games here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can like do a lot of customizations, but if your phone's really good out of the box, you don't need to customize it, so. Good point. Yeah. Well, that's what we got for you guys today. I hope you got a lot of value out of the show. Again, if you have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there. You can join our Facebook group where we share a lot of the stuff we're working on inside our own office. We even share little snippets from our office meetings, right, Tom? Uh, and you can subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, join our referral network, and lastly, find out about upcoming events that we have going on, like our Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is a two-day event where we rent out a killer house and uh, bring 20 people in and just unpack everything we have learned when it comes to creating video over the last six years together. Uh, we, will, we did a virtual one during COVID, but I'm ready to be back in the house with people. Uh, we just did a mastermind a week ago. We had 50 people in a house for one of our EXP masterminds. And we had every single person get a COVID test prior to entry. Um, it was kind of a trip, dude. People literally showed up at the airport, got in an Uber, told the Uber driver, I need to go through the COVID clinic oh, nice. <laughs> on the way to the house because they won't let me in without a negative test. Could you imagine being the Uber driver and the person gets in your car like, uh, yeah, I need to go get a COVID test. I know. I, know. <laughs> I wonder... That's a good opportunity for the Uber drivers to get one too. Yeah, that would have, that had to be. I know, the that had to trip thing. them out, huh? Yeah, like, do you have? Wait, did you just get in my car? <laughs> uh, but this needless to say, it was it was a killer event, and uh, it was nice knowing that everybody was kind of like we created our own little bubble for a few days. Yeah. Um, there's just something uh, we talk about connection. Like, there's something about being in person and, and that connection that's created. Um, it's really fun. You know, the traditional real estate event is like in a ballroom at a hotel, mm -hmm. and it's like. You're there from whatever, nine to five with a bunch of breaks. But as soon as five o'clock hits, everybody just scatters all over the place. And you go hang out with like your one or two friends that you already know, but you're not meeting new people. You're not connecting, you're not sharing. So it's super fun when we do this event because like, yeah, we, we wrap from nine to five or around there, but then there's all the conversations after that around the dinner table, around the fire pit, right? Where we're starting to talk about like, hey, I know they talked about this and we're thinking about doing that and this is what we're doing, that's what we're doing. Like, it's cool to watch that part of the event. Well, in, in like Think and Grow Rich, they talk about when two people have come together that it creates third mind. And um, there's just, it's just so much more conducive in a social setting where you have some time to do that, big benefit. For sure. Well, Clayton, dude, it's been fun having you on the show. I appreciate it's you coming in here. today, filling in in Brian's seat. And for those of you guys that are listening or watching, appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Whistle Way podcast.